As humans, we each are born into the jungle, also known as life. Sometimes it's scary and unpredictable, and many of us are faced with adversity. However, being a lion means that you are the king or queen of your own jungle. God, the universe, whomever you believe in, has given you the tools, power, and lion-hearted spirit to overcome whatever your jungle may throw at you and to be stronger because of it. Hey, lions. It's your girl, Precious Leon, and thank you so much for joining me in the Lion's Pride for some lion-hearted conversations. Through this community, I am creating a safe space for us to learn, heal, and grow together. By sharing my story and the stories of other lions, I hope to inspire each and every one of you to become the lion you are destined to be. Are you ready? Well, let's get into it. Hey Lions, welcome back to the Lions Pride and thank you so much for joining me today for another Lionhearted Conversation. I first want to give a huge thank you to everyone who tapped into the last episode for your support by sharing, liking, commenting, and just for taking part and giving me your time. For those of you who are new here, my name is Precious Leone. I'm a certified life coach and wellness enthusiast and I use my platform to share my experience as well as those of others to learn, heal, and grow the mind, body, and soul, both collectively and as individuals, so that we can be the best lions that we can be. Today's Lionhearted Conversation, we are going to be talking about feeling to heal. Okay, so go ahead, grab your tea, whatever beverage you decide that makes you feel the most comfortable. I'm going to read our quote of the day because I love a good tea with a quote. It says, in order to be remembered, leave nothing behind but love. And I think that's a beautiful way to set the tone of today's episode. Let's get into it. I'm going to be very transparent with you guys. This week, this season, it's it's kind of getting to me. I'm trying not to give it too much power. But between the lack of sun and the cold weather and just things slowing down, you know what? I'm having a revelation. (laughs) This is why, as someone who is a busybody, I'm always making plans, always filling up my calendar and my time. Because once you sit down, that's where life is waiting for you at the door. Like, are you done running? Are you ready to face these feelings? Are you ready to face these issues? And I think that's what this season does for us. Like, we're not outside as we were back in the summertime, back in the early fall, back in the spring. Like, this is a time to really sit and reflect on all that has happened this past year and where we are, what we've done, what we haven't done. And it can just be very overwhelming. And I think that's just kind of where I'm at right now in this season is feeling the feels and giving myself the space to do so because for a really long time I wasn't like I said I'm constantly running and I don't give myself the time to really process on a physiological base what it what is going on around me because mentally I can self-reflect I can process all day I can understand understand overstand what is happening in my life 
why it's happening, why I reacted the way I did, why that encounter happened, why that person responded the way that they did. I'm really good at that. But when it comes to like actually sitting in that discomfort, I'm very much a baby. I'm very much new to it. And I can say that that has been a huge part of my healing journey is learning how to actually feel my feelings. In today's conscious culture, we are constantly told that in order to heal, you have to feel. But what does that really mean? Especially when you have been numbing those feelings for as long as you can remember, disassociating, really just coping unhealthily. For some, the moment you even try to sit with it is too uncomfortable. So you revert back to what you know, which is to not. And then for others, as you progress, if you don't really know what it means to feel your feelings, you will intellectualize them. And that is something I did a lot in the beginning of my healing journey, my awakening journey, if you will, is once I could really self-reflect and gain this level of awareness that my life happened the way it happened so that I could develop this purpose in my life or that I experienced certain things and encountered certain people in order to further develop me but also to teach me also to understand that those people had their own experiences that shaped them I'm very good, like I said, at understanding people and their behavior. However, those situations leave you with this residual pain that you're not taught really how to deal with it. And people will say, feel it. But again, what does that mean? And so I found myself in a place of my healing journey where it felt like I was in the cycle Like I would get triggered, then I'd understand the triggers, then I would gain peace within it and then move on. But then the trigger would come back. And I'm like, if I have made peace with myself about it on a conscious level, why am I still dealing with these wounds? Why haven't I fully healed? And it was because I was intellectualizing my feelings. I want to pose a couple questions for you guys to really help you understand what I'm trying to say here. When you are anxious, how do you know you're anxious? It may be, in your mind, the fact that you have these racing thoughts, but how does your body tell you that you're anxious? It could be a racing heart. It could be sweating. It could be tightness in your stomach how do you know you're sad when you're sad your body can pour out tears again you can feel uneasy you can feel this heaviness in your chest how do you know you're angry for me I get hot very hot and I start to shake and there's like this my, my eyes get tight and I can't explain it, but like everything in this vicinity just goes haywire in my face. Everything just, it, 
it wants to explode, essentially. But you see, in all of those examples, not once did my mind tell me I was mad or that I was sad or that I was anxious. I made the insight based off of the signals my body gave me. So essentially, to feel your feelings is to feel those body cues. To feel when your body is telling you, hey, I am not okay in this situation. I don't feel safe. I don't feel heard. I don't feel validated. But we'll get to that in a second. Now, again, the problem is we try to make sense of it by tying a narrative to those feelings. Like, I feel sad because that person just said something to me. Or I feel mad because they invalidated my feelings or they invalidated my point of view. I feel anxious because I'm afraid of what's to come in the future because I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. We prolong our suffering and the discomfort of our feelings by tying a narrative to them. If we could just allow ourselves to actually sit in it and be like, you know what? Whatever that comes up right now, I'm going to embrace it. It does not feel good. I actually dislike this a lot. (laughs) And I would much rather run into a wall. This is just my intrusive thoughts. But yeah, like being honest with yourself, this doesn't feel good. But you know what? I am honoring my feelings because they deserve to exist in this moment. That is how you release them. The other part of it is not to judge your feelings because although you can say like this doesn't feel good, that doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't mean that these are terrible feelings and that you shouldn't feel the way that you feel. No, you absolutely are allowed to feel what you're feeling. It's also okay that you don't enjoy the process, but you must give yourself that space. The other problem that we have when we are constantly giving our feelings narratives is we intensify or amplify our egos, our false selves, or rather our pain bodies, as Eckhart Tolle has said in The Power of Now. It's a book. It's truly amazing, and it teaches you the principle and the benefits of embracing the present moment. Nonetheless, these pain bodies are our false selves that we identify with. We think that that is who we are. And so by creating narratives to our feelings, basically an entire story attached to a singular moment or feeling that we are encountering, we amplify that false self. Like the, the idea of, I'm not worthy, nothing I do is good enough. I can't trust people. When these feelings come up and you are upset, you're angry, you're sad, and you start attaching those narratives, you are further digging the roots of those beliefs within yourself, amplifying the false self, your pain body. And that is, again, enabling our suffering. And so if we could just detach, and I'm not saying dissociate, but detach our identity from our feelings and just allow them to exist. Something else I've come to realize, especially as an empath, is that a lot of those times, those feelings that you feel 
aren't even your own. And if we put this on a scientific level, emotion is energy in motion. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed, which means that a lot of times what we're feeling is a pre-existing feeling that is just coming into our bodies or into our space. You can experience this, especially when you are in crowded environments or when you are around people who are feeling intensified emotions. What you have to do is protect yourself and your space and your peace, especially when it comes to your mental space. But more than anything is when those feelings come in, again, detaching from it and not creating a narrative because the person next to you, the person in your environment could just be sharing that energy with you or sharing that emotion with you. And the moment you try to tie a story to it, you will pull yourself into their suffering. When in reality, again, you can just hold space for that person and just let that emotion and feeling exist. It's getting real philosophical in here. I don't know too much. I'm just speaking from my experience. So this is this is just what I'm learning, what I've learned. Like I said earlier, my healing journey has been delayed because of this mindset because of this process of emotions and let's take my parental relationships for example for both my parents I have had a process that I have had to go through in order to heal my relationships with them and initially it came from an intellectual place I had to understand why I experienced the things that I experienced because of their presence or lack thereof in my life. I also had to understand that they were people with their own trauma and journey, that they lacked certain things in their childhood, that they were unable to give me the things that I needed the most in mine. And so for a really long time, I would say I started this process of healing back in like 2019 beginning of 2020 I really thought that by having this awareness I was able to bridge the gap of our relationship and just be closer with them however there would be times when things were said or were done or I would be in certain spaces with them and I would just be like I can't be here. Like, I don't feel good. I don't feel right. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's being swept under the rug and I don't appreciate, like, anger, sadness, frustration, like, all these feelings I wasn't dealing with. But I kept telling myself that I didn't deserve to feel those things because I could understand them from a compassionate place and an intellectual place. Now, what really helped me to heal was to sit with those feelings, that anger, that frustration, that resentment, that hatred, if you will, which that that is a strong word. I don't like that word, but it is a feeling. And I will, I will give an example of my relationship with my mom. When I was a child, she was an addict. And because of her addiction, it led me to 
live with several family members. I went to six different elementary schools. And as a child, people will tell you all the time, the first seven years of a child's life will are extremely impactful of how they grow up and the person they become and just really developing their personality. And when the first eight years of your life are unstable, what type of mindset does that create for you? What type of security and attachments and lack thereof, stability? Like I didn't have so many things that I needed and I was in situations around certain people in certain environments that no child ever should have to be in. And now, from a graceful place, I have forgiven my mom. I have found compassion for my mom. I understand who she is and why she did what she did and her experience. I get it. And I have peace in that. But for a long time, especially in my healing journey, it took me at least up until like last year to really like embrace the feelings of the things that I have went through. And my problem is because I guess, hmm, this is a moment, I guess because growing up, I didn't really feel safe enough to express my feelings or to have them exist. I was just like, I shut down. That was my way of processing my emotions is I would just let them overwhelm me and I would just, I would just shut down. And I feel like also with the idea of like, girls should be poised and kind and uh, meek. Like we're not allowed to be angry, especially the angry black woman stereotype. I have tried so hard to be liked and to be positive and to not let those those intense emotions get the best of me. I don't like seeing myself angry because I don't like the way it makes me feel, but also I don't like the damage that I can do when I get to those places. So I had a moment where I had met myself, and this sounds crazy, but I vividly remember like just sitting with my eyes closed And I saw my inner child, like the younger version of me, and she was hurting. And she hurt the most because I didn't hold space for her. I was running away from these emotions that she's been carrying for a really long time. And in a way, and I've said this before, I was becoming the people that I was trying to heal from by shutting her up and being like, you know what? It's okay. Like, things are good. You're good. Like, shake it off. Like... Stop being so emotional. Although I didn't really say those things to myself, I lived it by not embracing my feelings towards those situations. And so when I really like sat with her, I just, I felt, I held her hand, like it was so visual. I held her hand and I felt like all this energy transferred to me. And it was those feelings that I've been carrying that I have not been feeling. And it was a lot of anger. It was a lot of resentment it was a lot of sadness like deep sadness because again although I could understand why I was put in those positions as a child I was like that's not okay and again I'm really trying to separate and not attach not attach this like sad story to my life because although there were some moments 
I'm here and I'm stronger because of them. But in that moment, I had to hold space for the child in me to be like, I get it. You're not okay. And that is okay. And you went through a lot. And I'm sorry. And I'm grateful. That was the biggest thing for me in that moment was I was so grateful for that person because what I failed to realize was because of their strength, I am who I am today. And I'm emotional because life is a ride. (laughs) It is a ride. And it is the most beautifully chaotic ride I've ever experienced. And there have been days where like I wanted to end it all and be like, this is enough. But really like being grateful for the person that you are to get you through the things that you have gone through. Like, I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. And so just embracing those feelings and and expressing gratitude towards the younger version of myself, I think was the most healing part for me. Because for so long, I ran away from it. I did not want to acknowledge the pain that I felt. I didn't want to acknowledge the abandonment I felt. I did not want to accept the fact that that shit was not okay it was not easy it was it didn't feel good and now when I look back of course I can speak to it and say thank you I would do it all over again maybe not everything but I would do it all over again because I know that this here what I'm building what I'm cultivating my purpose my passion would not be here without those situations but again the healing that I have gotten has come from feeling the depths of everything I've gone through and I have felt so much more free because of it I say all of that to say when it comes to your journey and your process the two can coexist you can feel the depths of your pain and still have a conscious understanding that everything happened the way it was supposed to. But you can hold space for both and you must hold space for yourself, especially in a world that has a hard time holding space for you. And before I close out today's lion-hearted conversation, I just want to reiterate the importance of not tying a narrative to those feelings because it could be so easy to say I deserved better and my parents should have known better and life is so unfair. Let that go. It's it's hard. I get it. And it's so much easier said than done. But if you truly want to feel your feelings, you have to let go of your ego for a second and that pain body that resides so deeply in all of us it's only way of existing and continuing to live within us is by feeding it those narratives that life should have been something different than what it is and when we can really embrace that life is is full of duality We can't have light without darkness. We can't have the good without the bad or the positive without the negative, however you want to put it. We just can't. And life is full of suffering, but it is also full of love. And once we can embrace the latter, life gets a little bit more easy. 
I love you guys so much, and I appreciate you tapping into today's Lionhearted Conversation. I really want to hear your perspective on everything I had to say, and if you feel free to do so, share your piece about feeling to heal. Um, Comment, share, like, especially to all the lions who haven't found their way to the Lion's Pride. Be sure to share it to them so that we can continue to build this community here. Again, I love you guys. Be easy.